Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and in this video, I'm going to be talking to you about why won't they work on this? So, if you're going through a rough patch in your relationship, or somebody's broken up with you, one of the things that you might be feeling is, why won't my partner give me another chance? Why don't they care about me enough to see that I'm going to change, that I'm going to take them seriously, that I really want to work this out. It is a really, really, really difficult thing to accept that somebody isn't feeling like you are and they don't want to work on your relationship anymore. And it really hurts because all you want to do is show them, I, I will do whatever it takes to make this work and make you happy again. I just need another chance. And a lot of you guys doubt that you're ever going to get that other chance because right now your situation feels hopeless. Well, what I keep trying to get you to see, and I see a lot of the negative comments out there from people that are desperate and hurting, is, oh, well, I'm not going to get another chance. People always move on. That's simply not the case. What happens is when somebody breaks up with you, oftentimes in that moment, they don't want to communicate with you, they feel at peace with their decision, and in that moment, yes, it is hopeless to try and turn things around. But I could tell you I have people that I Skype with and do email coachings with all the time that are always shocked that they hear from their ex and they say, Craig, you were right, I never thought it was going to happen. Now, one of the things that I always get on you guys about is doing the work and what level of work you do in that time. It's critical, okay? I cannot stress this enough. What you do during no contact is the absolute most critical thing you can do. And if you're not ready when that opportunity comes, you might wind up never getting another opportunity with that ex again. That's just the reality of it. I know it sucks, but let me tell you something, guys. I have people all the time behind the scenes that share stories. You know, not everybody wants me to share their story in an email, so there are tons and tons of stories that I get that I can't share because that person says, please don't say anything. But I could tell you there are a lot of other people that do have success stories and people that do have other chances. So it's critical that you really make the most of your time away from them uh, with the breakup, right? Because you're probably looking at your situation right now and your ex is telling you, I don't want to talk to you, leave me alone. But what do I tell you guys? Feelings change. Feelings really do change like the clouds that move across the sky. Now you can't predict when those feelings are going to change, but they do change. Now, of course, not everybody will get another opportunity to get their ex back. Sometimes people just move on. Sometimes people just outgrow each other. It just happens. But I do think in most cases, at some point, you will get another chance, whether it be big or better be or it's small. 
I had a guy the other day that was obsessing in our call about, well, what do you think my chances are? And at some, at some point, I just got frustrated because he must have said it to me literally 10, 15 times. And I kept telling him, you know, a good exp explanation of what I really thought. And I said, look, what if I told you that there was a 1% chance? What if I said to you right now, there's only a 1% chance that you'll ever talk to your ex again. You'll get another opportunity again. Would that deter you from your level of motivation? Instantly, he said, no, that wouldn't make a difference. I said, so then what does it matter what the chances are? Because even if it's 1%, you're still ready to work. So focus on that. But he was having a really, really tough time. And I do understand all you guys are coming from a different place. So um, you're probably sitting there frustrated and really hurt and saying, why won't they give me another chance? We've been together this amount of time. We've invested so much time together and years or whatever. Maybe you have kids together and you're just like, I don't understand. Well, there are a lot of different reasons why somebody might not want to do that in this time. First of all, if you're making them feel all kinds of pressure, they're not going to want to deal with you, right? Because you're imposing your will on this person. Your anxiety is causing you to be negative and trying to manipulate and control them. And nobody is going to want to feel that, okay? Um, that ex may have been feeling disconnected from you for a really long time, and you just didn't know it. Remember, your experience in the relationship and their experience in the relationship are two completely different things. So they may have been feeling very disconnected from you and not told you that. Uh, maybe they had asked you to change or to make changes for a really long time and you didn't take them seriously. You didn't take their needs seriously when you had the opportunity to do it. Uh, you may have been negative when they told you they wanted something from you or controlling and, and tried to control who they are and not let them be who they are. Maybe you were emotionally or physically abusive. Some of you guys are in that situation. And you know, you were probably very selfish in the relationship because as we all struggle with anxiety, it causes us to be very selfish at times. Um, they probably don't believe you're going to change. Okay? They probably don't believe you're going to change. And even if they do, they probably think, I'm just over this and I'm done. And it is a tough thing to face. It is a tough fact to deal with. But just because they feel like that now doesn't mean it's going to stay the same. I promise you that there are many other people out there that are getting opportunities every day. And what you do with this time, your ability to change, the long-lasting changes, that is a real struggle. Okay, because you may start to change for three or four months, then you think your situation is hopeless, you give up, and next thing you know, your ex reaches out and you have gone right back to all your behaviors, all your attachment injuries, all of your selfish ways where you were self-absorbed with your anxiety and you're being manipulative, your communication skills go right out the window. So, this is why I tell you guys all the time, change is 
you know, a challenge. And this is why I created the workbooks for you guys, where you can literally sit down and focus on these different videos and questions to truly change, okay? I could tell you one of the things that I'm already seeing is that when I'm doing my coachings, I'll, I ask you guys if you've gotten started on the workbooks or not. Some of you guys just tell me right away where you're at and what, what's going on with that. And those of you guys that have started the workbooks and are doing them are surpassing the other clients that I have, the other people that I'm doing coachings with. And it's been by leaps and bounds because they're just so far advanced in certain areas and certain skills that I'm looking at it from a coach's perspective on how I can help these people further. And so now I'm thinking about creating some kind of advanced online uh, courses or classes or advanced workbooks for those guys that are outgrowing everybody else because these people are getting this stuff and they're really moving forward and I'm just so pleased to see it guys um, so make sure when you tell me or when you're doing the workbooks share your feedback so everybody understands how these things are so much more advanced than just watching the videos because they're based on the videos but you also have to sit down and critically think about your situation and how you would handle it with your ex See, that's the thing is that you sit and you watch a video and sometimes you take notes. But with the workbooks, I'm saying, okay, look at this situation. Now, if you were with your ex, how would you handle this? If you were sitting in front of them and this problem occurred again, what would you do differently? And so it really explores and gets into the details on those problems and how to correct them. So, guys, I cannot stress them enough. Um... Share your reviews on them. I love to hear your feedback. The positivity I'm getting from them is incredible, and I'm just so happy with that. It can be a real struggle when you feel like your ex, or they're telling you they're not going to give you another chance to work on things. Well, sometimes they just think they found somebody else that will be a better option for them. And rarely does that last. Of course, it does last sometimes, but it doesn't last all the time. So you always want to be someone's best option. And being their best option is going to take work to be their best option. Because let's face it, we all have tons of options. And you always want to consider, is this person your best option? Because maybe you'll find that they were not the best partner and you don't think that things are going to change. So maybe you can find somebody else that would be a better partner for you and your life. In today's email, I have an email from a guy who's in his late 20s dating a woman a uh, few years younger, and they were together for about five years. Now, they were together, they were been living together for over three of those years, and they were engaged to get married later on this year. So he was telling me a little bit about her situation and said that her mother and father separated when she and her twin brother were two. So you can imagine that would be very difficult to watch your parents split up at such an early age. Her mother worked a lot and raised the two of them as a single mother. Her father was often absent or estranged for them for periods of months. So you could see not getting a real consistent parenting from their dad. So probably hard for her to trust men. And mom worked all the time, so that would be difficult too. So he said that they had standard relationship issues. 
She felt that I didn't spend enough time with her. Interesting. Think about this for a second, right? She felt he didn't spend enough time with her. So, this is probably one of the bigger, bigger problems for her because her father didn't spend enough time with her. So she would be extra sensitive in that area. I didn't make her feel physically attractive or communicate with her in ways that I had when we first got together. She was right, and I told her that I wanted to work on it. I had just been so busy trying to finish my degree. Well, sometimes life really does get in the way of our connection and our relationship, and it could be a real struggle, right? Trying to balance that is not always easy. Okay, when she broke up with him, he said I reacted calmly. I told her that I understood why she was ending the relationship and that while I didn't like it, I agreed with her decision. He did really well with that, huh? Better than most. Chris told me she wanted to end the engagement and the relationship. We talked about all the problems that had been lingering in the relationship, and I took credit for my involvement in the development of these problems. Well, you did that really good. And I could tell you most people lose a lot of emotional self-control, but it sounds like you at least held yourself together in that area. She told me that I had correctly identified everything she felt was wrong and that she was so glad I was being honest and open with her. I didn't beg her to stay or anything needy. I simply found an apartment for myself and moved out. I told her I was going to start therapy, which I did two days later, and continue to go, and she was happy to hear that I was going to make all the positive changes for myself. In the first week, we continued texting, but have since gone no contact, and I haven't broken it. Okay. So, she knows he's making all these changes, yet she's still not showing any signs that she's interested. So, wonder what's going on there. I already have a suspicion. He said the two biggest problems in the relationship was his in inattentiveness to her feelings and wants and desires. Well, okay, so they've been together five years and he's been doing this for, let's say, three or four of them. You can imagine how exhausted she would be and ready to move on to find something else. My inability to be honest with myself and in turn be honest and receptive with her. He says, I don't understand why she wasn't willing to work on the relationship together. I know that the problems that we had, she had brought to my attention several times and I had failed to make them a priority. Maybe she just got tired of my not showing any effort to strengthen our relationship. Well, you can imagine that after such a long time of having these issues, she probably got really just fed up, tired, disconnected, and emotionally had moved on. This breakup is our first and came as a result of the first real fight that we've had in almost five years together. The fight that we had wasn't a huge deal, we didn't say anything hurtful to one another or try to belittle each other. She went to stay with her mother for a night, and while she was gone, I did a lot of looking into how I had contributed to the problems in our relationship. When she returned, I told her I had realized, and she agreed with what I had to say and said that she had been waiting for months for me to come to the exactly with this conclusion. So there you have it. What did I say? She's been disconnected for a long time. She's been waiting for months for you to 
own up to it or acknowledge what was bothering her. She went ahead and ended the engagement and the relationship anyway, and we agreed to take a couple of months apart to evaluate how we felt about one another and our relationship. We had initially agreed not to see anyone else during this period, but a mutual friend recently told me that she started seeing someone else less than a week after she ended things. I had a feeling it was going to be that. Uh, because of the way this all played out, that was what I was kind of wondering in the back of my mind, right? So, she was unhappy with you for a long time. She was disconnected from you for a long time. And now she had somebody all of a sudden pop up as a new opportunity. And she thought, this sounds better than what I've got. I'm going for this. And at that point, she didn't care about losing you. And that's probably how she's feeling right now. But that doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. I know the person she's seeing, and he is the classic rebound. He's not diametrically opposed to me, but he's so different in his priorities and in his life that I'm sure he's just filling some fantasy for her. That could absolutely be true, and it probably is. He's a musician and very emotional, whereas I am more analytical and rational I also know that he will lavish attention on her, and I worry that she will become consumed by the newfound appreciation and not want to leave him. Well, it's in the very early stages right now, and they won't see all those red flags in the beginning, but, you know, what makes you think that this guy is going to have any kind of emotional maturity or ability to commit or desire to commit to her? Right? Just because the initial stages of dating are fun doesn't mean it will lead to attachment. I really love her and I want nothing more than to spend the rest of my life with her like we had planned. I just don't know if she will ever revisit the possibility of us. And that's the struggle with everybody. And I know that because I felt the same way. I just didn't think they were ever going to change your mind. I didn't think it would ever happen. But it did. Right? She has been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. That's a really, really serious personality disorder to have, one of the most severe. And I have heard that since the breakup, she has been spending all of her time out at bars, and she hasn't really put into time grieving us and our time together, and hasn't really done anything to heal herself. Well, those are all important aspects of moving forward from a relationship and a breakup and if she doesn't do them how is she going to be emotionally ready for something new and something healthy we've been together since she was around 20 so maybe she just stopped enjoying her first bit of autonomy and independence in her adult life i am just looking for a little guidance as to when if ever she might reach out look for her to reach out when the new relationship falls apart in the meantime, I will continue to work on myself, go to therapy, practice mindfulness, communication, exercises, and meditation, and follow your sage advice as it's presented. Well, I don't know if you started the workbooks, but I would get on that ASAP as well. Um, it's important that when you're going through something like this, that you don't spend so much time focused on, you know, what's going on with that other person, and you focus more on what's going on with yourself, 
and changing yourself and making these improvements and really taking a hard look at what went wrong in the relationship and how you're going to do things differently because it's a real struggle and you're going to have a lot of blind spots. Now, it's great that you're going to therapy and you're doing all these other things to work on yourself. Continue to watch the videos. Like I said, the workbooks would be great for you because they're going to really help identify problems in relationships. And if you have that, you guys have a very long history together. She's probably dating somebody that she knows she won't be with long term. Right now, she's not feeling that vibe that you had together, that relationship that she had. She's kind of over it right now. But as she kind of progresses and, you know, gets some hindsight to what the problems were and starts to, you know, date, the, date this guy that probably won't last, it'll fall apart, and she'll probably realize, oh, wow, you know, what we had was special, and I made mistakes in the relationship too. Let me see what's going on with him. And if you take things from there, obviously, the most important thing is what you do with this time and how you focus on this and then see where it goes when she does the indirect direct approach or reaches out to you and see how you can get things going again right uh, but don't focus so much on trying to convince her to make it and make it work out with you because that feels like a lot of pressure and when you do that the other person just gets overwhelmed so if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching, I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also here for Skype coaching. She's outstanding. And be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and add me on Twitter. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different, and every breakup is different. Work with me, and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below, or go to my website, AskCraig.net.